Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Welcome to the full update for March 2022. And in case you missed it, we celebrated 10 years of these energy updates last month, which I still can't believe. And I know some of you I was reading in the comments have been with me for 10 years. So thank you to all of you who uh, wrote a note saying that we've all, we've all gone through a lot the last 10 years. It's so true. And we did a special documentary to celebrate. It's 18 minutes long. It was created by our editor, Rebecca, and my team. And it really talks about how these energy updates are created. And those of us in the community, that's you and me and the journey that we've been through this last decade. So if you didn't see that and you want to check it out, go to my YouTube channel if you aren't already on it. It's Lee Harris Energy on YouTube. And if you subscribe to the channel, or if you sign up for my newsletter at leeharrisenergy.com. You'll never miss a video. We usually put out three different videos a week. So uh, hope you enjoy behind the scenes of the energy update. But for this month, we are looking at the themes that we have for March. And last month in February, one of the big themes was power and how power is going to be a huge focus in this year to come. And last year, that energy really started to brew. But in 2022, power is a big, big theme on the planet. So February started to see this move in. So you may still be going through shifting power dynamics in yourself, power dynamics in relationships, or your relationship to power in the world at large. So that theme carries over into March. But our first major theme uh, for March is the fire and change energy of these times. It is an energetic storm right now on the planet. And I know in some ways that may sound like a very obvious thing for me to say, but the reason I'm told to remind all of us, myself included, is that it will help you on those days where if you are a sensitive, if you are somebody who is feeling all of the shifts going on or feeling bombarded by what's going on in your life, just remember that it is an energetic storm. And that doesn't mean everyone has the same belief about things and it doesn't mean everyone has the same life circumstances, but it does mean everyone is feeling it. Everyone is caught in it in one way or another. So whether they are conscious or unconscious about the way they are behaving in the world, you will be feeling the effects of the energetic storm. So really important to find your center your sense of peace and your purpose. And I know on certain days, if you're very busy or if you've got a lot of responsibility, that can seem hard to do, but it's going to be key to navigating these times. 
making sure that you have a certain level of support in place, things that keep you afloat, whether they are practices that you do by yourself or whether it's having important people in your life that you stay connected to, to help you weather this time of storm. Because the storm isn't going away in a hurry. This is a very long arc that we're in, a transitionary phase, and that doesn't mean it will look the same every month. But it is important to remember what we're being subjected to. And so it can have many highs, it can give you many breakthroughs, many epiphanies, and all of that's great. But there is also this undercurrent of the fact that these are very stormy times on Earth. So don't be surprised if that is affecting your mood, your thought process, your sense of stability. And work a little harder to realign yourself with those things. Even if it's taking 10 minutes out of your day, two or three times, to just unplug from everything and everyone, sit quietly, let yourself catch up with how you feel. There will be different methods that you will use, but to remain mindful of the fact that it is an energetic storm on the planet. That's not something you're imagining, that's not something that just you are going through, everyone is going through that and it's stirring people up in very different ways. This can also make us nervous and the speed of change right now on the planet is amplified. One of the things my guides, the Z's, have always said is that as humans we crave and fear change in equal measure. Kind of makes those of us who are into self-growth and personal development kind of interesting choice that we have there. But they say that we're often craving certain changes in our life, yet our programming makes us fear the uncertainty of what change will bring. So at the moment, we're in a very big change cycle on the planet, and one that is very unknown, contentious, has a certain energetic war about it, depending on where you look and what you see going on. We've certainly seen a ton of division and separation and fear energy being thrown around. So just be kind to yourself as much as you can and be kind to others. Unless, of course, they're being highly abusive or, you know, then you might want to step away and not necessarily be around how the storm is affecting them if the way it's affecting them is having a negative knock-on effect on you. So the positive of a time like this is it asks all of us to understand our needs a bit more and to figure out what is it that keeps us afloat? What is it that keeps us in a personal sense of somewhat balance as much of the time as is possible. So that's why many in the last couple of years have really started to learn about themselves in a different way. So there is a positive side to this too, but as we come into March, that was the first message I was given and asked to deliver, that we are in an energetic storm, we're all going through it, so find your shelter from the storm in practices, people, places, and preserving and protecting time for yourself. Even if it's just a few short, short periods of time a day where you get to do something that makes you feel calmer, makes you feel a little more reset. It will enable you to show up in the world for the rest of the world if you're making sure you tend to that. The second theme of the month is expression unleashed. And it's interesting, in February, there was a theme of uh, boundaries and saying no. And Expression Unleashed continues that, and we've certainly seen that collectively. Uh, a couple of the sentences I was given by my guides were, 
revolutionary and change energy continues to be on the rise. It only rises collectively when people feel oppressed or not listened to. This will be showing up personally too in intimate relationships. So we certainly on the world stage are seeing this dance between oppression and challenge to oppression and revolutionary energy and people not feeling listened to, seen, heard. That's going on uh, on the world stage. And that's certainly going to be a huge part of this transformation that we're going through right now. So that's not necessarily going to go away tomorrow. And it's going to keep changing in form as we go through the months this year. But equally to that, it has a knock-on effect on all of our intimate relationships too. So you might be finding that your expression is unleashed in an all-new way. And that doesn't necessarily uh, mean something scary or angry. It doesn't necessarily mean you're running down the street giving everyone a piece of your mind. Sure, maybe that's true for some of you and that's how it's coming out. But for most among us, it's going to mean we are finding it easier to speak our truth faster and to trust that when we speak our truth, it can have a real change effect. That's the thing I've been noticing in all of this stuff that's going on around the planet. How many people are standing up for their truth or expressing their truth in a way that perhaps they haven't had to before or haven't felt called to before? And that has an impact. Even if it seems like the impact is temporary or short-lived, it starts to have an awakening impact on everyone else. Because when we see one person stand up for something, it reminds us, oh, actually that's something I need to stand for as well. Or when the next thing comes around, we feel ready to stand for it. So this isn't really about creating more war or creating more division. It's actually about making sure that war and division are not energies that we are sent into, sent down, which at the moment on the planet is a very tricky and heavy topic. So bear that in mind as you go through this month. Notice that revolutionary energy is, is in the air and anything that's going on collectively affects us personally, whether we're focused on it or not, because it's in the air energetically. So you might find in your personal intimate relationships there's some truth-telling going on. There's some expression unleashed. It can be very positive. People might say things to you about you that you weren't expecting. You might find out, wow, that person actually just told me they think I'm really great and I always thought they weren't sure about me. Expression can lead us to the truth and it can lead us to a place where we feel more sovereign in who we are. When we say what it is we need to say, not because of vengeance or rage, but because we feel the truth in our being. It's something we need to stand for or express. So as that energy is going on globally and will be a big part of our next few years, notice how it will start to show up in you personally too. You might have a bit more courage to say the thing that you are nervous to say, but feel you have to say, and it might be far better received than you think. Because even though we talk a lot about some of the division energy that's going on, more people want to be aligned in truth together than want to be divided and separated. So you saying something truthful to someone else in a loving, kind way, but truth can actually spark a revolution of truth in others. And it's a contagious energy. So don't be surprised if you notice it coming toward you 
or if you feel it coming out of you this month, because that's going to be under the spotlight in a bigger way in March, which is interesting because we've certainly seen a lot of it in February. The third theme is major timeline healing. So timeline to me is, is, is basically there are multiple timelines that we're all traversing in our lives and as a collective and that they can move and shift and change as we do. But timelines also refer to our past. So each of us as a human being, we have a past human timeline that we have walked through. You can also look at other lives when it comes to timelines, past life timelines that we come in with as a soul. So depending on what you believe or experience in all of that, the major timelines healing that we're going through is going to be up for many this month. I always think this is a given because this is a theme that I've seen show up in the energy updates for a decade on and off. But we're about to go through another period where you get to allow and feel your feelings in an all new way. Not always comfortable, but when we let an old feeling up and into our awareness or into our body and just into our senses, we're usually seeing how much of it we can release. We're usually surfacing something that we can no longer take with us into the future as a result of where we have got to now in the present. What I mean by this, because I'll often hear people say, oh, I think I'm regressing. I'm, I'm hashing out that thing that I went through eight years ago again. But we don't tend to rehash it in the exact same way. Now, it's different if you have strong, deep trauma, PTSD. That's, that's a different, a whole, other, a whole other category. I'm just speaking about when old memories surface, old wounds, old feelings. A lot of them are coming up right now to be released. And usually they come up to release when we create a space in our lives and in ourselves where we can let them through, where we can purge, we can detox. So for example, you know, if you're someone who is in a romantic relationship and it's a very healthy romantic relationship, and previously you had a history of playing out a lot of wounds in relationships, when you get into the very healthy one, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're just gonna be happy in that healthy relationship the whole time or that you have to be healed before you get to that relationship. That healthy relationship will hold a container for you that will allow you to go back through some of the old ones and let go of some of the wounding that they left you with and the wounding that we were holding in ourselves in order to attract and play out that relationship dynamic with whoever we did. So it's not always a bad thing when your old feelings and your old memories surface, but it's going to be happening in a big way. Again, in March, and I mean, you could say this happens all the time at some level, but the fact that it's been given to me again tells me there is a lot of timeline healing going on right now. And events that we see in the world can take us to past events in history that remind us of certain energies that are matching up now that might be a hundred years old on the planet. And equally, as we continue to unlock and unleash who we are. And as we know, the last two years has been a real 360 for everybody. So it has allowed a lot of us to go within in a way that we, we wouldn't have if we hadn't been forced into this situation. So now as a result of going within and finding more of who you are, you also get to release and shed parts of you that no longer are needed. So 
when you have the time and space, don't be surprised if these healings come up to surface. You are not regressing, you are progressing. But sometimes when these feelings visit, these memories visit, these thoughts visit, it can put you into an older state of being for an hour or a day or a few days. But for everybody, this is because of the future. Where you're moving to on your future timeline, you're just going back in time and shedding something that can't come with you from the past because your patterns, your thoughts, your emotions, they have changed and they are changing. But the body has to release it as you go. So for those of you who are very aware of that stuff, very mindful of that, don't be surprised if that shows up. For those of you who tend to do things physically, we're all a little different. Some of us feel things a bit more emotionally or psychologically. Others will use the body as a way of releasing or getting rid of old habits. So it may show up for those of you who physically somatize feelings or experiences. You may notice there's a few old physical wounds or parts of your body that you're having to tend to. They are getting your attention energetically. So bear that in mind as we go through March, major timeline healing. Theme number four, or piece of advice number four, I should say, moment to moment, allow peace. This is where the power lies, moment to moment. So it's interesting, I was given these, this sentence, if this were your last moment on earth, what would you do with it? Who would you reach out to? What bridges would you build? Allowing peace is a practice. So this idea, especially with the, the energetic storm that we're in right now, the kind of chaos of our busy world, it's very important to, as much as you can, practice coming back to the moment and allowing peace. And I'm always reminded of this because this is how I experience it. Peace is a practice because you don't necessarily have to be in peace. I mean, that can be very difficult sometimes. You know, if you're not feeling peaceful, just sitting still for five minutes, you aren't going to pop into peace. But allowing peace is a practice in that you create spaces in your day, in your life, where peace can occur. And if you don't create those spaces, it's not going to happen. If you keep yourself busy, if you keep yourself distracted, there isn't really a place for peace to exist. But if you start with whether it's a meditation practice or a sitting and looking out the window for five minutes, 10 minutes with no real focus, just allowing yourself to be. There are so many different things that we can do that can allow us to come to neutral in our life, allow peace. And the more we practice that, the more we can feel a sense of peace and well-being. And that's a very desirable state. It's a very powerful state. I think we often are told that peace is a good remedy for us and it's good for our immune system and it's important to de-stress our lives, but it's also the seat of our power. When we're able to access peaceful states, we actually get in touch with our power and our life force and we are seated in a place in ourselves from which anything is possible and we can go anywhere and especially with how bombarded uh, many of us have felt in different ways over the last couple of years. Practicing and allowing for peace is a really important practice. And it is a practice. It's not something you have to achieve this week. But consider maybe building some moment-to-moment -moment allowing of peace into your life. And you might want to routine it, or you might want to write a note for yourself once a day. Just write, am I allowing peace today? 
stick it on your wall and then put it somewhere you're going to see it a few times a day and then just when you see it change change what you're doing for two minutes or three minutes and just start allowing that state change that's the seat of our power and that's very important it's authentic power it's what some of us would call sovereignty so if you can own a sense of peace for yourself for some period every day it's going to really help you in times like these okay um, creative pregnancy abounds so protect it nurture it be with it and let it change in form not every idea will come to life so creative pregnancy is that period where we are in the orbit of creating something new so for some of you it may be a very specific thing like I'm writing a book and for others it might be I need to create a new life or I need to create a new routine or I need to create a new place to live creation is something that affects everything that we do it's it's in everything but we're rarely conscious about it we haven't been taught to be conscious about it now most of you tuned into this and myself included we've gone and sought uh, consciousness around creating and around creativity because to us that's a true thing we feel it we're in it creative pregnancy abounds at the moment so even with everything that's going on in the world and I'm reminded of tough times on the planet it's often after tough times that uh, a whole innovation and revolution energy appears you know it's often when a whole life appears after some of the toughest times that we've gone through in history and we're still in that period but it is already birthing a lot of innovation and creativity and people want to bring themselves forward in a new way and that's what creativity is it's creating something that wasn't there before whether that's something small or something vast so all of this energy that has been building and moving and changing in us as a group for the last two years it's beginning to flower it's beginning to show itself but just remember that not every idea has to come to form you could have six great ideas and you try and act on all of them and they don't work but the seventh one does because you got yourself ready through the first six so it's not that every idea or every feeling that you have you have to rush into this is a great time to really sit with your creative pregnancy you know babies take nine months to appear and sometimes sooner sometimes later but they take their time before they're ready to come out so think of this time as a very fertile time for creative pregnancy just because your idea is not showing up in the world just yet it doesn't mean it's not going to but the more this baby gets to build the more it gets to change and grow and be ready for the world it comes into so those of you who are creatively pregnant right now or looking to be more conscious about your creativity and what you're going to bring into the world this is a really good time to be with it sit down journal about it dream about it remember it's real and it's tangible because we're going to see a lot of innovation and creative birth especially in the second half of this year but for some of you watching right now you'll be doing it right now you'll be uh, bringing these things into the planet and we need that so uh, be mindful of that energy it's a it's a very good energy nurture it give it time and let it move through you and be open to it and be open to being surprised creativity brings change to all of us it brings the unknown to all of us so um, 
Global stress and exhaustion. I mean, I don't think I need to say that to any of us out loud, um, but the global stress and exhaustion that has been going on for the last couple of years, it's vital to remember self-care. As we talked about at the beginning, it's vital to recognize you need to look after yourself in the middle of all this. But collectively, the message I got on this theme is the built-up energy will now begin to influence and change systems and structures between now and 2024. So the questions for us are, what is the way for the future that serves all? Let these conversations happen and begin as we will all be part of it. There's gonna be all kinds of arguments about this. There's gonna be all kinds of uh, disagreements. There's gonna be all kinds of people wanting to monopolize, take control, uh, but this is a long game, this transformation on the planet. And so let yourself have the conversations in yourself or with others about, well, what do we need to change? What are the things that we need to change and bring to life? And some of you will be very actively doing that. You might be on the front line of bringing some of this change to life. So that's where we're going next. And the more you start to dream the future and start to see solutions for the future, you start to bring a different power energy to the planet rather than some of the negative or defeating energy that we're often told uh, as the story of where we are. It's not to say that there aren't real genuine problems, but there is a way to work with and be with those problems that is far more empowering if we start to look for solutions. So bear in mind this solution energy is in the air. It goes back to the creative pregnancy energy. So you're going to start to see others having conversations about system changes. There will be arguments, there will be fights, just as we're seeing right now. That's going to continue. But the energy of the future and a future that can be brighter than the future we're being told now is very important to be seen, honored, discussed, and co-created by everyone on the planet. So you might find yourself being a bit more willing to have those kinds of conversations, or some of you are gonna be a little more passionate now about getting involved with groups of people or organizations who you see who are creating that level of innovation because there is power in numbers. So if you especially are feeling a bit defeated about what you're seeing going on in the world, ask yourself, well, where can I help? What could I do? And maybe for you, an area like politics or anything that doesn't feel true to you is, is a little bit too much. But maybe for you, going and working with an environmental group or offering your time or your services or holding space for people who you can see are going through grief at the moment in the world, that's your offering. So ask yourself, particularly if you're feeling a little doom and gloom about things, okay, how can I be part of the solution in the years to come? And how can I offer space for solution, hold possibility for solution? It's powerful when we hold possibility for it. And there will be many of you tuning in on this kind of video who are here to do that. You're here to be that bridge. So as you start to feel that in the air and notice it out there, contribute to the conversations. Even if not everyone agrees with what you're saying, start to contribute to helping create a brighter future than the one that we're perhaps being warned about or scared about right now by certain people in the world. 
And lastly, and this links to this theme, community is key. So communities old and new are strengthening and forming now. Friendships and alliances that will be key for your next two to three years are coming into focus now because 2022 to 2024 is, is another arc in the change years. So it might be that older friends or people perhaps you haven't seen as much, but you've known them for a while, suddenly some of those relationships are gonna get stronger and come into focus. And equally, there might be other friendships or relationships, people you love and care for, and you're going in slightly different paths so that new people can come in. But community is key. And us being in community and connecting through community, whether we're in person or whether we're connecting through other forms, is really important for our strength, for the strength of the planet as a whole. And so this is a period where some of your important friendships for the next two to three years are either forming because they're new people or they're strengthening because they're people from your past who suddenly you and they, as Stephen, my husband would say, have business to do together in the coming years. So it's going to, it's gonna bring you back together. So, Thank you for being a big part of my community and the team who work with me, our community. It's an honor to serve you each month through these. In a moment, I am going to play you a clip from Conversation with Disease, part three. For those of you who don't know my work, one part of my work is I'm a channeler. I've been channeling my guides for the last 22 years and uh, they are called Disease and they're a big part of the work I do. And uh, my friend and author, Diana Edwards, who is a psychotherapist, had a series of audio conversations with disease late last year. And we have been releasing them about 70 minutes at a time each month. So if you are part of my members community, the portal, where you can go deeper with all my work, uh, you will get that this month. It will be part of your members library. You can also find Conversations with Disease Part 3 and also Parts 1 and 2 in my store at leeharrisenergy.com and we'll play you a clip from that in just a moment. Um, the portal, my members community, is really a sanctuary for sensitives and as well as several aspects of my work that you get exclusively in the portal every month, I have a few other teachers who I bring in each month to really galvanize and give you a wide range of people who can teach hold space, help you figure out who you are and where you need to go next in a deeper way. And also we have a wonderful community of people from all over the world in the portal that you will get to meet in the private forum. So um, you can check out the portal at theportal.world. And finally, uh, thank you everyone for the love that you have shown to our music album, I Am Peace. Uh, we released it in December. And uh, we just released another new music video from I Am Peace for the song Remember Your Magic. Uh, we'll have a third and final video coming out this month. And you can find the album for streaming, uh, also for download, CD, and even vinyl. If you, like me, are a vinyl lover, we've got you covered. So you can find that at leeharrismusic.com. As usual, we'll put all links underneath this video. Thank you for tuning in everyone and see you next month. Here is the clip from Conversations with Disease, part three. You are listening to Conversation with Disease. 
the energetics of the new human soul. Part 3 Those of you who wake up after sleeping and wonder why you feel a little tired, it is because the soul comes online in a very powerful way when you switch off the ability for the human to be engaged in life. So dreams for many are their first awareness of what you might call psychic messages, uh, psychic information. But interestingly, still, many people on the planet don't quite see it that way. They write it off as fantasy or disconnected from them. Or what a funny coincidence that I had a dream where I was running through a field and I was terrified because I was being chased by somebody. Sometimes, if you reflect on that dream, you will be able to see what it is paralleling in your life. However, other times, dreams are places that can help you heal from things that you are not creating form for in your life. So, for example, this dream where you are running, being chased through a field, and you are so anxious in the dream, that is a way for you to process, move, or allow anxiety or fear that is running through you subconsciously, that you are not even aware of, that needs to move in order for you to have a higher outcome in your life. Otherwise, you might continue to play that subconscious fear and anxiety out as you walk around the world, and you will then attract, through your magnetic energy, mm, things, experiences or people that will put you into that anxiety or that fear. So dreams are not only predictive, dreams are great healers and move a lot of energy for you. And those of you who are listening to this with a slightly new awareness of your dreams, this is why keeping a dream journal can be very helpful, for it allows you to consciously co-create with the dreams you are having and cultivate a deeper awareness about the experience you are having while you are... Hmm, you think, asleep. I'd like to stay here with the conversation around dreams a little longer because I feel really connected to people wondering about some of their other dreams as we're talking about this dream. Two others that come to mind that are quite, uh, not common, but a lot of people experience them, is a dream where you're flying. And I had this a lot as a kid. I didn't have it so much as an adult, but as a child, I would be sort of being chased, like you said, trying to get away from something for sure. And I would be, you know, not so much flapping my wings, but kind of moving them in a circle by my sides and just trying to get higher and higher. And I always got just above the trees in this landscape I would be trying to travel through. And I always felt something was just at my feet to pull me down. And it it was an anxiety dream for sure. I would wake up, you know, my heart would be racing and I would be very grateful that it actually hadn't happened. But can you talk about flying dreams? Because there are many variations of flying dreams. 